is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Here in Cape Town we were threatened with the dramatically named Day Zero, and a drama it was. If lack of electricity and the virus were not enough to try us, we have the ever-present spectre of water shortages in South Africa. The Western Cape Dams currently sit at around 80%, which is terrific for now, but we all know that climate patterns are cyclical and we will run into shortages again. Why am I talking about this on a programme about astronomy? Well, loyal listeners will be familiar with my love of doom. But actually I'm talking about water because it's interesting to think about water, in particular where it all comes from. Water is odd. It takes many forms, gas, ice and so on. We know it exists on other planets and in rocks in space. Comets leave plumes of ice crystals in their bright tails. It's been proposed that water came to our planet from being bombarded by water-filled rocks, but new findings suggest otherwise. The water that Earth has may have been here since the planet formed and not delivered later by collisions with icy comets, a new study finds. The research analysed moon rocks brought to Earth by the Apollo program and may shed light on our planet's earliest days. Although more than 70% of Earth's surface is covered in water, Overall, our planet is actually relatively poor in water and other volatile molecules compared to most other bodies in the solar system. And this is what study lead author Lars Borg, a planetary scientist at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California, told Space.com. Scientists have long debated how Earth came to possess the water it has. Two major scenarios prevail and both involve ancient cosmic impacts the most notorious of which saw the proto-Earth collide with a Mars-sized rock they call Theia that helped give birth to the Moon. In the first scenario, the Earth is born dry and inherits its water through the addition of material from water-rich bodies such as comets and meteorites. In the second scenario, the Earth forms with volatile element abundances that are similar to the average solar system, but loses most of them during the giant impact that formed the Moon. This latest research suggests that the Earth and Moon formed with about the same amounts of volatile elements as they have today. This does not mean that no water was added to Earth by comets and meteorites, but simply that the majority of water was inherited from the materials that Earth and Moon originally formed from. These findings suggest that both Theia and the Proto-Earth were strongly depleted in volatile compounds before the massive collision. This in turn hints that both bodies formed in the inner solar system relatively late in the solar system's history after 4.5 billion years ago when the young sun's heat would have baked many of the volatiles out of these bodies. Well, we just don't know. We used to say that if you drank a glass of water in London, it had already passed through 20 other people, such was the water recycling prowess of that city. But where else have your water molecules been? Well, looking at the weather forecast, we may get some additional water molecules from the sky tomorrow. But then again, we may not. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies with maybe a sprinkling of rain. <laughs> 